to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, and John. Today's Lady Bits is a Netflix buffet. We'll be following up on love, as well as talking about The Haunting of Hill House, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Maniac, and a whole bunch more. Uh, but don't worry, we won't be spoiling any major plot points, twists, or turns for any of these shows. Let's get into it. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. You know that you know that God mic we had last night? It had yeah. fucking lipstick all over it. Did yeah. you notice that? No, I didn't. Lipstick all over it. I like, probably had lipstick rubbing, on my chin because I walked up to the God mic and sat there like this. Who's rubbing their fucking lips all over the microphone? Like, who does that? I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it all seems like there's a dirty joke in there somewhere. There, right? there are some people who do, like, they hold the microphone like right here. No, like, not cool. Don't do that. I don't need you to. Sh- that's like the equivalent of shouting at me, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's like you really just need it, like, right here yeah. on your chin or, like, if you can do it without moving it away from your face. Yeah. It really, honestly, for me, it just depends on how much I've had to drink, whether, whether you need to stabilize, <laughs> whether you, my chin or you not. need to stabilize your microphone on yes. your chin. Yes. <laughs> like whether I'm going to get loosey goosey with my motion. So, Oh, are you want to intro this? No, it's well, you know, I are think we're here. We're, we, here. Okay, yeah. we're here. Welcome to lady so, bits. Our wild card episode about, uh, where we're going to chit chat about some shit chat. Some shit, shit. So yeah. now, what's yeah. going on? A star is born. Let's get to it. I'm, okay, I'm just, okay. So let's let's first of all, right out of the it. gate, Hillary, we were considering audience. Uh, we were considering doing a star is born on the show, uh, and uh, Hillary w- went on a recon mission and watched oh, the film, and then came back weekend. and said no. I said no. I don't want to talk about this movie. Uh, for so four now hours. we're going to talk about it on Lady Bits because someone told me it's a must see. They were like, okay. it's so good, you have to see it. Um. It's a great movie. It's okay. great. Okay. It's great. Okay. It's great. Okay. It's All right. great. Okay. Okay. Um, I think Lady, like Lady Gaga, loses herself in the role. Um, Bradley Cooper loses his hair in that bucket of he chicken. Really, <laughs> the <laughs> bucket of chicken that he Just slathered his, his face in every morning instead of he, makeup. I'm like, um, is is does he take a shower at some point? <laughs> no, it was like film. six months of no, no showers for Bradley Cooper. Um, real hard work. The dream. He's hard work. Shower with Oscars. Shower me with Oscars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he won't shower until he gets his. Uh, Oscar. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it was really great. Like the filmmaking was really good. I think the acting was a, was phenomenal. Like all of that, but the storyline for me, I didn't know what I was going in to see. I've never seen the Judy Garland version Thanks. or the um, uh, Barbara the Streisand. Barbara we have Streisand watched version. the trailer because we have multiple times considered doing the Barbara Streisand. I've, I think I've watched the trailer for it, but I like I, you know I. Uh, There's a whole interesting story it. behind that too, because you know she she was a producer on that film. Barbara Streisand yeah. with uh, her hairdresser turned producer husband. Oh, cool! On the, the on the orig- on the stars born mm-hmm. from okay. the seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't know the storyline, and um, so watching it was like a two-hour anxiety attack for me. Because, <laughs> really? Um, I don't really like uh, movies about like women who set out to change an alcoholic, drug abusing okay. man yeah. who mm. treats her like shit, and for some reason she marries him in a very manipulative way. In um, another state with none of her friends or family there to be like, mm, maybe we think about this. Yeah, <laughs> maybe no. Um, okay, but yeah, so it's that's more why like, I don't like it. it was you don't want to live. You don't want to live in that story for us talking about it for two and a half. Right, hours. like I lived yeah. that story in my childhood, and yeah. I don't okay. want that's to fair. watch it. That's fair. Right, <laughs> right. So, so it was, it was uh, a lot for me. Not it was a good movie, but not something you wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
like drudge feelings up about yeah, during yeah, a podcast. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I feel like not something I want to talk about. As Aria would say, heard. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I was, um, after the movie ended, I was there with uh, two of my friends and one of them, I, she had a very emotional reaction to it. Like she she had a very similar experience to me okay. growing up um, and, and knows people closely who are um, addicts. And mm-hmm. so she had a very different reaction to it in seeing that story told and she really liked it okay um because she saw her own narrative sort of echoed in it and she okay. enjoyed that but for me i didn't you're like and it's no thanks. You don't you're like, too much. no thanks right. um but done i that, been there, done yeah that. so she's sitting there like sobbing like really emotional like my other friend is sitting there like really in awe of the like beautiful filmmaking and i am like andrew dice clay was in this movie <laughs> you're like you're like i'm putting up all my defenses you cannot penetrate me i was the so shocked like, dice clay. like people were like uh, so what did you think of it and i was like i don't know i mean andrew dice clay was in it so like that was weird um has anybody seen <laughs> the all the memes that have resulted clay. from that scene from the trailer where Bradley Cooper's rolling down the window and la- and and Lady Gaga yes. turns. Has anybody seen the one where Chris Fleming just like does it on repeat where he keeps saying different things where when Bradley <laughs> Cooper rolls down the window he's like hey do you know whose car this is? It's <laughs> 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 like over and over and over again. Anyway, uh, I probably will see that movie at some point. Um, I don't. I, I have a I feeling Chris would see not enjoy it I think either. Everybody but. should see it. It was good. Okay. It I was, should go see it. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely go see it. I mean, the film. It was Bradley you Cooper's first sh- film direction. Should have done a Bohemian Rhapsody, Star Is Born double feature. You should have. Yeah, yeah. Back to back concert Which, films. In, when I was a kid, was just known as Hopping Theaters. Every right. movie yeah. was a yeah. possible yeah. double feature. Oh God! When I, I lived know. in Chicago, <laughs> there's a theater on the east side that. That has the ticketing is on one floor, yeah. and then you take like an escalator three yep. floors up to and the then, theater. Oh yeah, and once you're fucking so up free there, for all. You're not going back? No. no, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> you just walk around from theater to theater mm-hmm. all the live long day. And as a child, as, seats, as a like. young person, you had. So much time. Like now, I don't have the time. Right, no, I don't, I don't have the time. I got time. kids. No, like, I'm on a. I'm on a clock. If yeah. I don't come home at exactly yeah. this time I set, there's going to be a text right. saying, yeah. "Excuse me." We've got a diaper situation that you need to t- deal with when you get back here. Yeah. I've changed four poops today. It's your turn. Four and listen, if I get through one, this one is movie, a four poop good, limit right? for me. And also, when I was a kid, yeah. I got a real thrill out of buying tickets for one movie and then going to see another. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I have a memory of being in um, like summer camp, and I was like maybe in middle school, and they had taken us to on our summer camp like excursion for the day to the movies. Yeah. And I was watching a movie and I I went to the bathroom and then I was like, I'm going to fucking go see Coyote Ugly. <laughs> and so I ducked into Coyote Ugly. I think you're Ugly. one of the four people that saw that in the movie um, Well, I ducked in there to go watch some of it, right? And yeah. so I'm in there sitting in the front row and then all of a sudden I look over down the row and my fucking camp counselor is also <laughs> oh, sitting in the row no. because he had done the same thing and ducked out oh, okay. of the, the stupid fucking kids movie and gone to go nice. see Coyote, Coyote Ugly. Nice. And so he was like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> dragged me back into the other ah, movie. Ah, busted, busted. <laughs> it was, it was such a they, bummer. Busted. They have those wonderful, um, those PSAs in the theaters, like before yeah. or after that, like this, you know, like, coming to see the movie, it, it you know, it hires all these people and all these people are employed and yeah. all this money is made and it keeps the industry going and I'm thank you for doing it. I'm still buying the junior mints, though. 
Right? Yeah, okay. I'm still you know? paying okay. $45 still buying dollars for a box of Sour Which, Patch Kids. Exactly. Supports the I'm theater still, and not I'm the still film? Asked, How does that work? It, it supports the theater. Most, I, th- <laughs> I believe they make most of their money through the concessions now. Mm. But I'm still asking for a, a, a small soda and getting a gallon jug. Yes. You know? Yes, these days, yes. And I'll be real, when, I don't think movies are making their money off ticket sales anymore. No, they're um, not. They're making it off not of... Not when you can buy a movie pass for $10. There's yeah, three, no, they don't make it movies. a lot of movie. They don't make a lot of... They make it from uh, foreign sales ad and ad revenue right. and streaming. And rah, rah. When I was a kid, um, a small was a small. Like a small was a small. Right. Like, honestly, <laughs> can I just get a small soda? Like, I right. know this is well torn. This is what people, would, this is what Lace would call hack material. Yes, yes it <laughs> but is. But seriously, though, I get so upset. Like, I don't fucking want that. And, and it, doesn't ask, though, it doesn't even fit. It doesn't even fit. When they give it to you, thing. do you say, do you say to them when they give it to you, is this the small? Like, I feel like every time I'm like, yes. is, is this the small? And then they look at me like that's the hundredth time someone's asked me that question <laughs> today. Um, with my AMC movie pass that I have, um, I, anytime I buy a medium, I automatically get a large. So. Nice. So, so you basically, you have you <laughs> nice. get the you get the drink with two handles on <laughs> right. it. You yes. carry like a fucking yes. bucket. They, they actually the, give you a complimentary wagon you have to, to take <laughs> it with you to your you seat. You have to get a chest harness to carry <laughs> that back to your seat. Yes. Before they give it to you, they um, give you a back brace. Actually, if you bought a friend. <laughs> Yeah. I did make the mistake once of going to see a movie and I went up to the bar and asked her how much wine can I get <laughs> and she answered that question but I didn't ask how much will this wine cost me which was my first it's mistake like, there's $30 yeah I think, I, I think one the glass of wine I got it was like a cup it was a cup of wine that she which poured you me you can't see Hillary's hands right now but, <laughs> but she's got they're cup. about a foot apart <laughs> um, it's not a cup it's like I she poured me like that's, a beer stein yeah, full that's of a wine stein. you know yeah. um <laughs> and it was great but i also think i paid like 32 dollars for Jesus. it and it was yeah, like more lot. than i would spend on a box of wine right. next time like, just bring a box of get one of those like bras with the wine in it well i usually just <laughs> fill up my water bottle my swell bottle there with you wine. go yeah no the it's concession swell. is crazy man it's the prices are insane well apparently that's yeah that's where they're making making their money back yeah. i don't know who's getting the money from the tickets somebody is maybe i don't, don't know, know. Um, well, sure I Putin has a hand. In I'm it. sure Putin mm. is getting that money somehow. Um, I wanted to give a update on love, which we talked about on the last yeah. Lady Bits uh, in the October show. Um, I had watched two episodes mm-hmm. and I am now at as of this recording two episodes away from mm. the final episode, which is the end of the Ooh. third season. Um, so I, I as you may and Sarah and I actually I actually forced Sarah to watch like four or five more episodes did you enjoy that experience yeah yeah so Sarah liked it but still I think there were some questionable thing I seem to remember you're like I, you liked it but also there was things that still bothered you about it a little I think no I mean the only thing is the the casting okay okay and that's like a dumb reason it's just something it's not that dumb just though it's fair yeah. it's fair it's fair I'm not up on love. I mean, and that's an well, incredible metaphor, but I'm not up on love. So Me love neither. is a Netflix show. Um, they just had their third season, third and final season. It's got uh, Gillian Jacobs from mm. Community and Paul Rust, who I thought was an unknown, but apparently he's been in a lot of stuff. He actually was in, uh, he was one of the soldiers in Unglorious Bastards. So he's mm. been, con- this is like, I think his big role, but he was one of the creators mm. and uh, exec- like, you know, showrunners mm-hmm. as well as the star of the show. Um, so I ended up watching, I, I ended up binging it really like, and also roped my husband into watching it. Nice. Um, I love this. Sh- I love love. Um, okay. I, 
so I think uh, in listening to myself from last week, I remember saying like, oh, maybe this is going to be a show about how like she gives him more of a backbone and he maybe makes her a little nicer. And that's not what the show is about at all. And in fact, speaking of addiction, mm-hmm. um, there's this whole storyline that they didn't get to in the first two episodes that becomes a big part of the show, which is that Gillian Jacobs character is actually an alcoholic and a sex addict and that she's going through the recovery process and like trying to she's going to meetings and like trying to get better Mm. and that's a big part of the show and like it's not the only thing in the show but like a big part of the show turns out to be about her trying to get better and also like Gus not able like him cope like not really able to relate to her on that level Mm. and also some of the struggles they have where he doesn't react correctly to her yeah. recovery and isn't as supportive as he can be and maybe never fully trusts her because he knows that she has this addiction. And so I think that's a really interesting story that I don't see played out a whole lot. And the other creator and showrunner uh, of the show is Paul Rust's wife. Hmm. And his wife is actually a recovering alcoholic and Sex, addict, sex and all of that stuff so a lot of that story mm-hmm. came from her life and she had written a whole book about it and everything so I think that storyline and again I definitely think that writing a character who hurts other people and, and a lot because they are hurting and making them sympathetic is difficult and I think the show does a really good job with that mm-hmm. and uh, I think and Paul Russ's character even is like I think he tends to be a little easier to sympathize with because he's the nice guy but also he does some fucked up things too where he like doesn't support her as much as he can and you see him start to go to meetings for like Al-Anon meetings so that he can learn how to you know but then there's a lot of stuff that happens with their relationship that's awkward like this show does awkward and uncomfortable so well Mm. and I'm just really invested in it and like I love the characters there's some incredibly funny episodes and I'm almost done with it and I'm super sad because then that's gonna be it it's gonna be it so anyway it's a recommend for me i would say the casting is not super diverse um there's a couple that a lot there's they do this thing on love where they have like a lot of non-white characters in supporting roles Mm -hmm. but nobody really in a big role there is one non-white character who has like ends up getting a bigger role it's like somebody who does craft services on the Mm -hmm. show that he works on and they're friends um but uh i do think it's a it's a good show and I enjoy it, so I would recommend it. Is there a, a rating system on this podcast? No, we a- you know, Lady Bits has never been a very structured okay. segment. Um and uh I guess we could come up with a rating. I just wonder, like, does it get like five lady bits? Or five. How does it, how <laughs> well, does it... lately the show has been more and more about talking. Like lately the episode yeah. has been more and more about talking about TV. It was never that, but that is kind of becoming that, which I don't yeah. mind. Well, uh, yeah, I mean something to think about also so like f- five bits i'm just kidding <laughs> five bits five for bits. love for love i also out of how many bits you'll never know you'll never <laughs> know one gets five of figure them. it out love uh it sounds interesting i i think the thing that can make it more interesting is if you put it in a haunted house love <laughs> <laughs> love the haunting the, of hill house the, love you know the haunting I mean? of hill house wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing to negotiate all of that in a haunted house? Actually, yes. I would, now that you mention it, I think it would be hilarious if somebody <laughs> wrote a show about people having relationship problems in a haunted in house. In a haunted house. Can, some, can we write that? Can we write mm-hmm. that, you guys? Uh, it's called The Haunting of Hill House. Is that what it's, <laughs> it is? Is that literally it's all what happens? Really? 
Okay, yeah, so let's no, talk but, about but, a hunt, no, the Hunting but, of Hill House. I mean, no spoilers. Romantic, no, we're not no, going to no. spoil. But we're yes. not going to spoil. But yeah, if you guys, what do you? Like, you guys both watched it. I haven't Did watched the it three, yet. All three. All three. three I, well, oh, I'm, you, I'm on episode six. Okay, okay. so I, I, I haven't watched it at all. Let me just say episode five was so good. I damn yeah. near stopped watching. They all like this. No, it can't get any better. No, it can't get any better. No, it can't. It can. It does. It can. It does. I'm so intrigued. Fuck Nicole. You need to watch this. So, what do you guys like about it without spoiling it? Well, I started watching it just because like I I literally like woke up really late one day and I had nothing to do and I like intended on sleeping in and then watching something on Netflix all day and then I sat down on my couch and I was like whatever I'll put this on like Hunting of Hill House it just came out like, I'll, I'll give just it a watch shot. one episode and then um, I'll switch back to Criminal Minds yeah and then <laughs> 10 hours later I Whoa. what day was this <laughs> oh this was like some random okay like Friday or Saturday and you it were was like you're like, like Jimbo two, three I ago. can't come into that I don't know it was whenever it came out but it was just like I was here and like I, I, I like I sat here for I think two or three hours before I was like I should go put on some coffee and I like <laughs> had to gonna get be a up and be night. like well no it was like I literally had just sat down to watch one episode of it and I was like okay I'll make myself some breakfast in a few minutes and then I was like three or four in and I was like I have not moved it's like that it's like that Portlandia sketch when they watch Battlestar yeah let me so this is the thing is Mm -hmm. that um it's it's not like a it's not like a horror movie it's not not like a horror like there's some things that go on that are is it mental? Spooky? It's very it's, it's spooky. spooky. It is. But I think when it's, you when yeah. I heard didn't you haunting sleep of, with the lights on after you I watched still it? am sleeping with it's, the it's lights spooky. on. <laughs> but when you hear haunting of Hill House, when I hear it, I think of the films they made before. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen the old. I've seen the old black and white version. I've seen mm. the one from the nineties. I've right. seen I've all the. Re- I've only seen one. I haven't seen them. I think I've only seen. And they're all very psychological. They're about the internal breakdown of a person. Yeah, that's what each movie is about. But they're all you know thrown out as horror movies. Like they're these yeah. horror movies. Well, at least supernatural or, or ghost films. This one ghost was like films. a well thought out. Very. Oh, so this allegory, is not a ghost movie. Allegory, allegory for grief and suffering. So and yeah. So and relationships. Yeah. And it was heartbreak really? okay. and loss and yeah. a family. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I went in for a ghost story and then like came right. out just episode it's 10 like, like raw and crying <laughs> and like uh, so guys you know how I feel about crying though. Oh but it's and kid stuff tears. too. Okay. Like, it's like moving it tears. Yeah. Moving, yeah. Very I mean, mo- okay. moving. I, and it ends well too. Okay. And, okay. I don't know okay. if I've ever it almost didn't. And I don't know if I've ever seen that kind of like storytelling and emotion wrapped up in a quote unquote ghost story. Oh. Right. Yeah. It's the best horror I've yeah. seen. In yeah. My yeah. Wow. Okay. Like, wow. Like, well, like, I thought the ba- Babadook was a well, very that's what good I was about very emotional to. story. That was what I was about to relate it to because yeah. like uh, it, I haven't heard people talk about something like this since the Babadook. Okay. But it's is better. Fan, if it, you it haven't seen a John, great, okay. great movie if I you haven't see, seen it. No. Smart, brilliant, scary, but also again, a great allegory. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was... um. Yeah, I've been super, so far I've been super impressed. And a friend, I was at um, uh, Ebreak's Coffee Room. And okay. uh, someone was like, have you seen The Haunting of Hill House? And I was like, no. And they were like, you gotta <laughs> see You've gotta it. watch it. Okay. And I was like, I do. And the, the person said the magic words. They were like, have you seen The Walking Dead? And I said, I have. Yeah. And they said, you know, The Walking Dead isn't about zombies. It mm-hmm. has zombies, but it's not about zombies. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they were like, so this is the same thing. They were like, it's, it's, it's got all these supernatural elements, but it's not about, it's not yes. about that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm, I'm trying intrigued. to tell my friends. I'm and I'm intrigued. like, it's not 
horror, you guys. Just right. watch it. it could, but yeah. you could get me with that too. You know, I, I love horror I've movies. also just like, I've read so much since then about it, like about how many ghosts are stashed throughout. Like they had extras on set every I day that were just in ghost makeup, just at the director's whim, just like, go stand behind that bookcase, poke your head out of this door. <laughs> nice. like, so I didn't are catch just, any of those the first time. I, I need I, to re- I re- caught re- a re-watch. couple of them and I was like, ooh, that's odd. I was hmm. like, and um, then. Now I really want somebody to write a sketch about the break room for the extras that are just yeah. waiting to go <laughs> to Eating like skittles from craft services. Everything is. There is a great picture of one of the child actors eating lunch in the like commissary with one of the like women dressed, one of the extras like in ghost makeup, and it was really. It's actually really funny because they're both just smiling like. So the um the actors said they were spooked out on set. Yeah, very spooked out. Okay, it's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. The exterior, steer, steer, exterior is um, a real house in in Georgia. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. wasn't it oh, shot here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The in- interior is a set. Yeah. I wish that the interior was the a real house. Though the interior is amazing. It had to be yeah. a set though because it was so elaborate. All the movable pieces and it's, stuff. Yeah. Well, it's very elaborate think. too, and just like the two stories, and you see all of it. It's I not if like we know anybody who worked on it. Do you guys see any people you recognize? No. Oh, okay. Two stories not and a basement. And a basement. Yes. Yeah. I don't go. I don't like basements. I'm not a fan of basements. Mm. Oh my god! I, you so, definitely so won't like the secret <laughs> basement. <laughs> no. Um, but the thing is, it has all of the elements. It has like the jump scares, the psychological, the creepy, like slow, like the s- places where the music stops. That like just like yes. all the yes. all the cre- cre- creepy stuff okay. you want in horror, mm-hmm. okay. but with all the stuff. The, oh the, well, I like the dramatic. That. Yeah, I like yeah. that. You know, that's so my bread good. and butter. I mean, so uh, I wish we had watched that instead of. Uh, I will we'll, instead of we'll uh, watch this what the you. fuck did we watch on Hulu? Um, um, no, instead of uh, yeah, uh, but was it was the Stephen K- the one about oh. the one. Oh right, oh, um, Castle one? Rock. Yeah, we watched an episode yeah. of Castle oh, Rock, and yeah. I was like, "This is mm-hmm. not. This is acceptable." It's but I watched it. I watched it. And I'll watch, it. End, I'll I watch like, it while doing something I won't else. Tell anybody else? About I, yeah, this. I, at the <laughs> end, right? Yeah, at it the had end, a lot of potential. It had a lot of potential. The first episode was okay. I that's the thing is, all of them were okay, but I kept watching it because I was like. I think it'll be good. It'll get better, right? And then at the end of it, I was like, well, I'm just going to stop telling people to see this. <laughs> well, now that you've said that, I'm not even going to bother Don't with the rest of it. Don't watch it. It's just not, it, the payoff's not worth it. It's okay. a fine story. It wasn't a waste of time or anything, but it's not worth it at the end of the day. And I wasn't, um, and I, I was hooked into the whole, you know, the Shawshank stuff. Yeah, from Shawshank too, Redemption yeah. yeah. Shawshank is the, one of my the favorite. The Alan Pangborn character is yeah. from, I think the book is, um, the the other half like he's mm-hmm, a sheriff his other mm-hmm, book mm-hmm. like all these characters I like that oh I know these characters from these yeah, other I Stephen know I love Stephen King but, so um, I was like yeah it didn't no it, it wasn't the first bad. episode was like, like I feel like you like I wasn't mad at it but I didn't walk mad, away like but I wasn't like blown away by yeah. it and I felt like it was at the end they I feel like I'd half pay attention to it while doing something on my well, computer here's the here's the problem you know? I had with it was the ending they left it up to viewer interpretation nope. I even watched something nope. with the directors and it felt like a cop out to me because everything yeah. else you had don't been know, so specific yes. if you yes. don't know they spent a whole episode explaining everything to us and yes. showing us exactly what was happening and then episode 10 came and they were like but maybe that didn't happen right and like you were like well why the fuck am i even here yeah. <laughs> like it was just one of those it was so like stop lost. at episode nine is what you're saying yeah stop it, at episode nine and let that be your catharsis okay it okay. was like lost okay. but you weren't as invested yeah yeah well, yeah lost but it wasn't fi- several years <laughs> them's of fighting words um <laughs> i feel like i needed to go back and do a rewatch of lost and 
I've never decide how I feel about it now. I've seen the first and last episodes only. What first and last episode? Look at Um, look at you, Smarty. Lost was one of those shows that I binged. Like the first two seasons uh, in Chicago, Chris Mm -hmm. actually started watching it, and and he was he was like, "You want to watch this with me?" And I was like, "Nah, I don't need a new show in my life right now." (laughs) And so I love it's like a relationship, exactly. (laughs) So he started watching it. Twenty four hours later, like literally twenty four hours later, he had watched the entire first two seasons, and he had to go to work. Yeah. And he had not slept. Wow. And he was like, well, I guess I'm going to go into work now. And I was like, why didn't you just stop? And like, and he's like, I couldn't. I had to That's keep watching. That's how I felt about The Haunting of Hill House. Um, I couldn't stop. I was obsessed with Lost. I used to read blogs and listen yeah. to podcasts. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking at the end, well, there are some things I wish they had done differently. But overall, I was happy with the way the story resolved. John shaking his head. No, my, he my was sister not. loves Lost. My, okay. my sister has watched the entirety of Lost three times. I've seen it a bunch, it. but it's been years since I've watched I was it. Like wow! It's I wonder like, if I would feel that way now. You know how when you're like when people are like, you know, we were discussing where people are like, I just want to put on something. Yeah, Lost is her something. Like she put. It on would be Lost. for me too if I, I like, didn't have whoa. kids. I can't. You, it's not something you can all watch in front of kids. Right. Got Why does anyone have them? <laughs> God, there's just so much you can't so repopulate the earth. I don't know. Right, what do we need so to that somebody can wipe my butt when I'm elderly. That's fair. That's why. <laughs> my, well, my something. Oh, my ahead. something is Smallville. Oh, that you put on. Oh, Smallville. Smallville yeah, is like nice. my oh, wow. comfort. I put on Friends sometimes in the background when I need a background thing. Uh, Halloween, the first Mm -hmm. Halloween from 1977. I'll put that on when I'm going to bed at night. Super odd, but you know what what mine's is? What? Fucking Twilight Zone. I don't know why. I love Twilight Zone. And I watch almost the same two episodes. Which one? Which two? Because I've seen seen a lot of them. Bam. If you ever watch, if you have it on Netflix, Uh you go to season two at the very end. Uh There's one called Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up? Mm. And it's followed by one called The Obsolete Man. Mm. those two episodes describe the obsolete man that sounds it is um what's the guy's name he played the uh the rocky's trainer burgess meredith no right i thought burgess meredith was his trainer yeah the old guy the old guy yes so it's him okay He's this, but he's, it, but young because it was the fifties, right? Or it 60s. is. But he never looks young. Oh, he's always looked old. He never looks young. <laughs> he's also the guy in the episode where he where he has the he has the glasses and he breaks the glasses. Oh, I think I've. Seen that's that what one. I'm gonna. That's the that's the one that 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 I love. That one's called yeah. Time Enough. Time Enough. Time okay. Enough is that. Episode. Wow, you know the titles. I do. I've Damn. watched a lot of Twilight okay. Zone, and uh, but in this one, yes, the, well, in that one is him, but he's a librarian. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it feels very almost like uh, Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an era where you have to prove to the state that you have a function or you're mm-hmm. deemed obsolete. And if you're deemed obsolete, mm-hmm. you're executed. Right. Shit. No, the Twilight Zone is very subversive in a time when like that when that was not happen. acceptable. Like, yeah. Yes. I mean that te- that stuff could play today and be like, oh, whoa. No. And <laughs> didn't um my man who did Get Out um. Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. He just they just signed him to do Twilight Zone, right? He's rebooting the Twilight <gasps> what? Zone. What? He's rebooting the Twilight Zone. That sounds that fucking yeah. great. Which is something because when I I've, I've done some television writing in my life, mm-hmm. and they you had to do the elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all the rule of the elevator pitch was never compare your show to the Twilight Zone 
because <laughs> no one is interested. Like they were like people yeah. have tried to do the Twilight Zone or something like it. Well, I've heard and generally if you compare your shit to somebody else's shit, they're gonna start thinking about that shit instead of your shit. Yeah. Well, they because they used to always do like a, you know the Twilight Zone meets Shawshank Redemption or some shit like this. <laughs> you know, Twilight Zone meets Friends. <laughs> right. You know, some shit like, oh, I would watch that by the way. Like, if anybody's looking it. to reboot that, I would watch it. Right. They're like, don't do it. Don't ever say your show was. <laughs> The Twilight Zone meets anything. It's yeah. never going to work out. Because then people are like, you know what? I should dig out my old copy of the Twilight <laughs> <Right>. Zone. <laughs> and they were like, all these people who have tried to do the Twilight Zone and it has failed are like this. Lost money on that shit. Lost yeah. money. Won't yeah. do it. All so, right. Yeah, I, bet, I bet he could do it, though. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what he does. I think he should hire Critical Crop Doctor. If he wants, if he wants a right funny reboot of yeah, the Twilight Zone, um, <laughs> if he wants a sketch about a bunch of people in ghost makeup in a break room. Speaking of reboots, speaking, speaking of, am I the Sabrina only one who's watched Sabrina? <laughs> the Unfortunately, I haven't of Sabrina. watched. I have not watched it yet. We I almost watched it the other night, yeah. but my fucking Ugh. kids wouldn't go to bed. Yeah, yeah your kids <laughs> can't. Chose Look, your kids can't watch your this. Kids. Yeah, the fucking kids wouldn't go to bed. Yeah, you and so, chosen Sabrina over Castle Rock. Well, we watched sure. Castle Rock because we wanted to watch something we weren't going to watch. Mid, a bunch mid of episode, that. I was exhausted. I was very tired. Was like, but if, I, if it had been fifteen minutes, if it had been Castle good, Rock, like, nah. I would have. I probably which I is why stayed. we put yeah. it on because we didn't want to watch something we were going to enjoy too much because we didn't want to stay up too late. That was the whole point of putting on Castle Rock. So if you if you're looking for a show like that, seems like Castle. Rock is Castle for Rock you. is like yeah. the the tender date of television. Like basically, you're like eh, you'll do. I'll, you'll I'll, do. I'll probably end up ghosting on this show. <laughs> I think basically. it was. I think I finished Sabrina on Thursday night after Ooh. rehearsal. After we left what? rehearsal, super that late. was I came late. Back here and I watched the last episode of wow. Sabrina. But I've been waiting all week to do it because okay. I like. I really wanted to because yeah. also er, like earlier in the season I was feel, like a feeling very much like I was like. Uh, it, the episodes seem very sitcommy, very mm-hmm. standalone, yeah. and like, but it's not a sitcom; it's an hour-long drama, huh. and so it's se- they all seem very standalone, mm-hmm. and there's not a whole bunch of character growth, and like, there's not really mm-hmm. an arc over the whole season. And then after watching the final episode, I was like, "Oh, I really, I can't wait to see where this fucking goes." Okay, really, okay. Um, I'm very excited for the next one. How after many watching uh, episodes? Ten. Ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Ten episodes and the final episode gave you that feeling. Yes. I mean, like they were all very good. You Uh know, like I was going to keep watching, but it was also like uh, Jasmine told me she was like, uh, she was like, oh, you're going to cry during this episode. It was so sad. And I like watched it and I was like, but I don't care about these characters. Like, why would I cry? I don't care. I don't feel very invested. But then by episode 10, I was like, oh, fuck. Yes. So I guess my question is, does, does episode 10 bring it together in a way where you're like, Oh, this this really brought it together in a way that's now very It's like compelling. a rug that ties the room together. Kind of, because the whole season you're waiting for something to happen. You're waiting for it to happen and it's just, it's right there. Like you're standing on the edge of this cliff waiting for her to make this decision and she just doesn't do it. And then like you get that catharsis and you see what it means for her to make that choice in the 10th in the episode. Yeah, so you're so saying she decides happens. to not be a good witch? Hey, to not be a bad no, witch? No, 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 that's not, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. No, for me no, mostly. I, I don't give to, a fuck about the audience. It's I just not, don't want to. It's not a choice split. between good witch or bad witch. It's not presented as good or bad or she, or. She decides evil or on the croissant moral. or the bagel. <laughs> yes, Which one finally is decides going to bagel be? Locks, it's going to be a croissant, obviously. Mm. Obviously, not onions. Chocolate okay. croissant, obviously. So um, I'm team chocolate. It's croissant, the opposite of Castle Rock. Like Castle Rock had all this stuff going on, and then it's, the, the ending was shit. Yeah, you're saying this is. Maybe not as much stuff going on, but then the ending is excellent. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, Like there, I felt like the interpersonal relationships of the show were lacking. 
Like okay. I wanted to see more of the relationships. Like they they tease it in an episode, and you okay. see like a very moving scene with Hilda and Zelda, her aunts, and like you okay. see two two their perspectives of how they see their relationship, and it was very interesting. But they're alone for it, and mm-hmm. when you see how they feel about the other one. And then you have a, they had a really great opportunity for it to come back and have this moment of like, well, you know, like and have a resolution to this thing and they don't ever talk about it. So there was Mm. no growth there for them as people and they don't change their behavior based on the things that they realize. So it was for that. It was like it was one of those things like it could have been a great moment to see these sisters and the thing and how they feel about each other. But the story forward. No. Okay. Hmm. And like the just the relationships were lacking. The relationships are lacking in it. I felt like they felt very surface. But still a recommend. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Five bits. I think it's just they just need to find their maybe four bits. They just need to find their footing. I think and create a little bit more depth to the characters. I think they were very plot driven. Very. Like, let's make this exciting and okay. dark and different, but keep the parts of it that everybody loves. And I think they just missed the mark a little bit. Well, I'm bit. here for the witchy shit. You know? So, <laughs> you know? There's some good witchy shit. I'm here for the witchy shit. There's some good witchy shit. I'm here for it. you did not expect to hear today. I'm here for the witchy shit. I am. Yeah. You give me that witchy shit. I will. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. This is, I don't. I don't know if you sing or rap, but if you drop an album, I just want you to call it Here for the Witchy Shit. Here for the yeah. Witchy Shit. Uh, well, I guess we're going to wrap up here. I did. Guys, the last... I'm watching Cheers. You're watching anyway, that? Yeah. Well, you are watching that. true. that. I haven't heard of it. Uh, I did want to drop a little uh, a little plug for Maniac, which I I feel like this is Netflix bits. Is this a hated, Netflix bits episode? You didn't like what, Maniac? Did you? Wait, how many episodes did you watch, though? You only watched one. Uno. Okay, see, you watched the first episode, right? Okay. That would be the one. Here's one of the th- interesting things I want to say about Maniac. Uh, frequently, when you're watching a television or a show or a movie, the male character is the most interesting character in the oh, film. Yeah, yeah I And the women, woman character is like kind of secondary. Not in the case, I feel like, to me, on this show, I feel yeah. like Emma Stone's character is by far more interesting and complex than Jonah. I'm, Jonah Hill's great, but I feel like the story that I'm following is... Emma Stone, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the actress's name, but she p- plays the cigarette smoking female Japanese doctor. She's fucking great. Mm. And those two women characters in the show fucking make the show. And I'm so interested. Yeah. And Sally Field, you got to give oh, it another, Sally at Field. least another episode. I'll give it another episode. I think Maniac I... was great. I really enjoy shows that are like a puzzle and there's lots of callbacks. And like, I was really worried that they weren't going to like wrap it up in a satisfactory way at the yeah. end. Cause like shows like that, frequently like lost is guilt like they leave a lot of breadcrumbs and then in the end they just don't know how to tie up all the ends but i feel like maniac was very satisfactory to me in the end mm-hmm. i loved the whole like uh, movies in the 19 it was like a movie from the 1980s vision of the future even mm-hmm. though this movie was made in this time period yeah, yeah. so it had that look to it where everything had this like 80s of the future look or future in the like perceived yeah. by an 80s person yeah. is the best way Doctor to who look yeah uh <laughs> or like apple like an apple commercial but from 1982 okay yeah anyway it was fantastic emma stone is fucking great how many episodes uh i think there's like nine uh. 
I don't remember, but Chris oh, and I like totaling up how many hours of TV I'm, I'm, he has I'm to watch over the next. Look, Maniac, episodes? Maniac was great, and again, Maniac also is about loss I, and connect and disconnection and yeah. like. I think um, I need to give it another try. Give it I another think try. Part of it, the part of the reason why I didn't Jonah like Hill's it was sad, story is very sad. Here's the thing: is I think originally Netflix fucked up when they released it because it was filed under comedies. It's oh. not. It's not oh, wow. a comedy at all. I think no. that's part of the reason why it's I didn't a like it. Was I was waiting to laugh the whole time. No. <laughs> you will be waiting gonna get Look, funny. There, there are some awkward humorous moments but i would describe it more but as a sci-fi a, a psychological sci-fi right film. but it was under comedy yeah it should not newly be. released yeah, comedies and i even clicked on it and we watched the trailer and i was like Christian, this doesn't seem like a comedy and we're looking at it and it says comedy right underneath mm. it i mean and here's I the like, thing oh, again okay. chris wanted to watch maniac and i was like i don't have time for another show in my life right now and is your constant position, I'm constantly seems. shucking away. I know, and when I suggested side. the haunting of Hill House, she was like, "I don't know, I don't have time." Yeah, <laughs> television so, is the only relationship that I try to cultivate. <laughs> Chris started watching Maniac without me, and he had watched the first episode, which is primarily focused on Jonah Hill's character, and then he was watching the second episode, which is primarily focused on Emma Stone's character. And I happened to glance over his shoulder, and it was so good that I stood leaning over him at the kitchen table watching that entire episode just leaning over his shoulder so just like and then I went back and watched the first episode so that I could be like what happened in the first episode and I was like oh I'm actually glad I watched the second episode first or I probably wouldn't have stuck with it so keep watching and it's I feel like it's great from 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 episode two on episode one is okay but like Jonah Hill I don't I just personally don't think his character is as compelling Mm -hmm. as Emma Stone's character and in this case I think Jonah Hill's character is compelling in reference to her which again is a kind of a flip-flop of what it usually is usually the woman character is more compelling as a part of the male storyline anyway also great things about a show called gypsy i don't know Uh, i haven't seen that i've heard great it's a netflix show it's called okay i've heard great things about this okay welcome to netflix bits (laughs) 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 so bits with some ladies now you you guys should have a you should have a fully stocked netflix queue ladies check out cheers and watch cheers (laughs) which is also somewhere streaming netflix On Netflix. Her show's got a great future. (laughs) We'd like to thank our special guest this month, John Good, for joining us on the show. You can find John's book, Conduit, a collection of short stories and poems, on Barnes & Noble's website, on Amazon.com, and, if you're in the Atlanta area, at Ebrick Coffeehouse. Trust me, you want to get yourself a copy of this book. You can stay up to date on everything that John is doing by following him on Instagram at John underscore good, that's J-O-N underscore G-O-O-D-E, and on Facebook at John Good. Okay, well, um, surprise, this is not only our last episode for 2018, this is the last episode of the Feminine Mistake podcast ever. Uh, We have so enjoyed watching these movies with you month after month, and we thank you, dear audience, for going on this journey with us. We'd also like to thank all the special guests that we've had on the show this year, Jackie Costello, Jasmine Waters, Valerie and Helen from the Falling in Love Montage podcast, Jessica Pope, Brandon Mitchell, and of course, John Good. It's been a wild ride, but don't worry, this won't be the last that you hear from us. So stay tuned in with us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Feminine Mistake Pod and on Twitter at Fem Mistake Pod. We're already cooking up something new that I think you'll like in 2019. 
Till then, you can enjoy our entire back catalog of episodes. That's 125 episodes on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Podbean, and of course, on our website, criticalcroptop.com. We hope everybody has a happy and safe holiday and a happy new year. Thanks for listening. Hey, you looking for a horror movie comedy podcast with a twist? Well, this is Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe? So each week, one of us picks a horror movie and tells it to the other. Breaking it down and at key points, giving the other a chance to say what they would do to stay alive. Oh, and I was like, what? We solemnly swear to rarely get the names of characters right. Princess, principal, princess, Wilkins. <laughs> Wilkins. No, he's Princess Wilkins now, I'm sorry. And to periodically serenade you it's like my favorite murder and how did this get made had a kid a weird spooky kid who laughs inappropriately no i hate when people crawl on the ceiling they're my neighbors it's It's kim Kim and cat stay alive maybe download wherever you listen to podcasts follow us on social media at kk sam podcast bye put a ghost in me i'm I'm done done. (laughs) 